Hey fam bam, this is Sed, and I'm with my wife Charlotte, and we are Sed by Charlotte. Relationships are hard, and nowadays you see all the glitz and glamour of relationships on Instagram and YouTube and all that good stuff, and we are here to talk about all the things that people don't talk about, and we talk about our kids, we talk about life in sports when I was in the NFL, and we love talking about really tough subjects that a lot of people aren't willing to talk about. We are not therapists. We just talk about our experiences and hope that it not only helps us, but that you guys might get something out of it as well. This is our ministry through transparency. So we hope you enjoy this next episode of Said by Charlotte. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. We are about to talk about something that we get asked about a lot. A lot. <laughs> like a lot. I feel like, like somebody asks me it almost every week for sure. Yeah, seriously. And like, and it's so crazy because like we've never really dealt with interracial like relationship problems. Like it's funny because like I never looked at Charlotte as like she's not black. And I don't think she's ever looked at me as like he's not white or Filipino or whatever. But yeah. it's crazy because the first time we actually realized we were kind of an interracial couple was on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like for for you guys who don't know, I have a YouTube channel called I Said By Me. And it's where we showcase like our our lives with our kids and being in a relationship and married and stuff like that. And there's this one video that went like viral um, really fast. And like the amount of racist comments in that video was insane i was like Mm -hmm. bruh like what the heck is going on yeah i would say like obviously i knew cedric was black and he knew that i was not black (laughs) um but we live in a i feel like a very like open-minded city specifically i wouldn't say minnesota in general is but minneapolis is and so we never really faced a ton of like racism at least I didn't. I don't know if you did that. I don't want to speak from your experience, but in Minneapolis, um, yeah, I, I, we didn't experience like people like looking down on our relationship or anything like that because we oh, didn't nah. look the same. Um, so well, you're talking about individually. Well, maybe I mean I again. So anyway, so in our relationship, I don't know from your perspective, Cedric, but from my perspective, there was never anyone in minneapolis who like looked down upon either one of us for dating someone outside of our race like we didn't face a lot of racism as a couple Mm -hmm. like we didn't get comments out in public or anything like that like some people on instagram they write me and they're like how do you handle this we'll go to a restaurant and people will say racist things because my boyfriend's black and i'm like i don't know because we didn't experience that i feel like we first we're like, oh, we're in a, in a racial relationship was when said's video went viral and we got all of these comments of like, you're um, dating a white girl. She's Becky and she's only with you at the money for the money and stuff like that. And you're dating a black guy and that's wrong. And all of this stuff like all it, these white girls are taking all our black men. Like, yeah. right, there, that was in there. So I'm like, dude, or like, was, I didn't even know that was a thing. And I'm like, people would like slide in my DMs about how I shouldn't date a black guy and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, he's my husband. So past dating but like um we didn't really experience that Mm -hmm. at least together i feel like Mm -hmm. until 
the world came for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I kind of think about putting myself in like, since I am in, in a rich relationship, I put myself in the shoes of, okay, what if we did get like, you know, racist comments in person? Like, how would I handle that situation? And that's something that's like really, really difficult. Like, I couldn't imagine like walking in a restaurant and somebody like shouting something at us about us being in a rich relationship. And it's kind of crazy thing because I actually think, and this is coming from me, right? I actually think I won't get like mad. I'll just be like, okay. Like, I feel like it's such a waste of time. It's like, I've, at the end of the day, there's something wrong with that person, right? Like, and it's deeper than like what, who, like what that person is doing. But where did this person get that kind of hate from? Like, I always go back when it comes to racism. Like, racism isn't, you know, you're not born with racism. You're taught racism, right? So I think the problem is so deeply rooted farther than just, like, you know, derogatory, like, comments and stuff. Like, to where it's like, okay, that doesn't really bother me. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Yeah, I mean, I can kind of, like, understand, like, because... I feel like in today's society, a lot of times, like, black girls aren't, like, told that they're beautiful mm-hmm. from just the way that we advertise and that the products we sell and everything yeah. like that. Sorry. So, um, I think that black love is beautiful. And I also think that our love is beautiful. Like, I don't think that it's one or the other. Um, But I think that that's where the perspective comes from, where, like, people feel like black boys aren't being taught that black women are beautiful. Oh, I struggle with that. Because, like, I just never looked at it that way. Like, straight up, since I was a little kid, I was always just attracted to, like, Hispanic girls. (laughs) I was was always... I am not Hispanic. I thought you was Hispanic when I first (laughs) met you, so it counts. I thought you was Mexican when I first met you. But do you feel like that has... That partially has to do with how, like, society presents beauty? Oh, for sure. Like, think about, like, what Serena Williams is doing Beyonce. Like, how they're, like, constantly always trying to praise, like, black women and their empowerment, how they're Mm -hmm. beautiful. Some companies are doing well with, like, bringing in, like... Um, you know, black women. Like, I think one woman, one woman who's doing really well at like advocating it um, is I don't know her name, but it's the woman who played on um, uh, Twelve Years a Slave. She's like a huge like ambassador for like you know black love because she has like that really like dark skin and stuff. Um, so yeah, I think you know there's some women who are front runners for that to show that because it is not it's not praised. Like there was one there was one rapper I forgot who it was. Kind of like it was Big Sean or somebody, but it was a woman in a music video. They said that was a setup. Who was it? Was it Big Sean? Mm, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, but it was a woman in a a darker woman in the video, in the music video, and then a producer or somebody came and swapped out the dark girl for a, a light skin a light skin girl. girl, and then the rapper like stopped the music video, like, "Yo, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. bring her back." Yeah. They said that was set up. I don't know for sure. Oh, yeah. But either way, go the message. They were trying to get that message across. So yeah. set up or not, it was the purpose of like what it was put out there for. Well, I think that companies are making more of a push for it now. But if you think just like five years ago, 10 years ago, like there was a lot of marketing out there that like white is right. So I completely understand. Really? Yeah. Like 
you didn't see a lot of like dark skinned girls in ads or anything like that. Like think about that. Like Tyra Banks, like really like shook things up, like models like her, because that's not what was out there. Um, so, and even Tyra Banks is like fairly light. Mm-hmm. So I think like I I can I don't understand it because I'm not black, but I can I can empathize with it. Like that, you didn't see black Barbies, but Barbies were always white and blonde and skinny. Like now they're are they're making uh, people of color and different body shapes and sizes and all of mm. that. But that's not what was around when we were growing up, for sure. Um, because I get like a lot of times there are comments out there like, "What does his mom think about him <laughs> being married to a white girl?" Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well. To be honest with you, growing up, like, I was, like, never really, I had black girl friends before, but, like, I was always attracted to, like, Hispanic girls. And I remember, like, when I had to have girlfriends, my family used to be like, you dating a a white girl? Like, well, actually, she's Mexican, so. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, like, I can, I understand that, because, like, but as I got older, like, obviously, like, my mom loves you and my family loves you and stuff. So, like, they've matured from that. But, like, I, I grew up on that, like. If he was dating somebody black, it was like, you dating a Mexican? You dating a white girl? Like, why are you with that white girl? If it was black, it was like, you were doing what, what you were supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, I feel what you're saying on that. Yeah, and, like, honestly, my family's kind of like the United Nations. So, there was never, like, a, oh, well, he's black kind of, like, conversation or comment or anything like that. Because it's like, yeah, well, my dad, is, his parents are from the Philippines. And my brother-in-law is from Egypt. And my, like father figures from nigeria so it was kind of like that just wasn't the culture of my family to like oh because he's black like we're not sure if you should date him or anything like that mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. like not that you don't we don't see color obviously like i know you're black and my family knows you're black um but that was just never like a qualifier mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying, like a qualification mm-hmm. in our house but it's a question we get all the time. And now like that I have kids, I do start to think about stuff like that. Like I want to see Maddie represented um, in the shows that she watches and that the products that we purchase. Like now it is really important for me to like think about who I'm buying from and what they stand yeah. for. A lot of Maddie's dolls are black or mm-hmm. have some kind of like skin complexion. A lot of the books that we have for her like empower empowering like black women and black uh girls and stuff and that's not like to exclude like other races but like we know like what mixed kids who are half black who will be seen as like in that category it's important to let them know early like this is who you are you should be proud of that Mm -hmm. um understand what that means and like wear it with like with pride pride. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i just know that's really important for us because i I think Shar is gonna be more of a front runner for this with our kids, but like, um, like I don't want my kids to see color because I grew up seeing color because where I came from, certain colors didn't like each other, and oh, I, I want my kids to see color, but yeah, I don't, it's I don't, yeah, I'm talking about deeper than that. I want them; they're going to see color regardless, but I want them to like see it and not judge it, if that makes sense. Like, see them for who they are and love them for who they are, knowing mm-hmm. what they knowing what they are. But not judging them because of like the color of their skin or their the ac- their accent or whatever. I think it's really like it's easier said 
than done because we live in a world that it can be so divisive because of the color of your skin. But I think it's really important as we raise our kids up to appreciate the differences of one another instead of like thinking that of each other as competition or um, one's more beautiful than the other or anything like that. Like I want them to learn uh, learn people's differences and appreciate those differences instead of like pinning those different differences against each other like oh because your hair is curly that's less beautiful than my straight hair or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. you know um so i think like in our dating we didn't really experience a ton of like oh you guys are in an interracial relationship or anything like that like both like glorifying it or like knocking it and but now that we're having kids it's definitely something that you think about mm-hmm. yeah so we didn't really experience like interracial stuff until you know that YouTube went viral, YouTube video went viral, and mm-hmm. I think that like, I mean, I don't want to give advice when I didn't really go through something. Cause I don't really like to, like, I didn't go through it, so I shouldn't give any advice. But one thing I will say is like, I think the biggest thing that always helps me is like, racism isn't, you know, you aren't born racist; you're taught to be racist, and somebody who is racist it isn't their fault. Somebody who sees color before anything it isn't their fault to a certain extent i was gonna say to a certain extent right like the initial like thought and whatever was taught to you but if you continue to carry on with it and then you Mm -hmm. mature and you can't make your own decisions at that point you can make a change but that's that's difficult you know what i'm saying like when you're tossing it from your parents who you love and who you trust and whatever and it's all you've known you think it's right it's no different for me like i think like duking something out sometimes i think like fighting is okay but that's the environment that i grew up in right like i know it's not okay you know what I'm saying? But, like, I've grown to, like, go away from that. But I still think in some instances it is okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's kind of the same thing. So um, I think that, you know, if you get those kind of comments, I think, you know, try your best to, like, give that person, like, grace knowing, you know, this isn't their fault. This does hurt my feelings. Yeah. But I have something, you know, bigger. I think, like, my hope for our relationship is that it is celebrated, like, as being beautiful um even though we're different like we love each other very much and so like that is incredible and then i look at other relationships like belief and yvette and i think wow their love is beautiful and they're like they're a black couple and belief and yvette are belief in fatherhood his name mm-hmm. is glenn there are our friends uh that we met um mm-hmm. through youtube we're like we're like really close friends now they are a black relationship and belief is like kind of like a front runner on like YouTube of like you know black love and like black raising black kids and, and a black father chocolate you know, babies chocolate babies like and a lot of times every time he were, he um, opens up a video the first thing he says is like welcome welcome black, black. you know what I'm saying because he's trying to like show like you know black love not mm-hmm. because like he's shunning other people but no. black love is something that needs to be talked celebrated. about more yeah, yeah and celebrated and he's doing a really good job of that yeah so i think that their love is beautiful and i also think that our love is beautiful i don't think that it's one or the other um which i think that when people comment and call me becky or <laughs> <laughs> or they say like you shouldn't be with a black guy or whatever it is or they call our kids mutts or whatever like they're picking the either hmm. and i'm saying and Mm -hmm. Like they're saying or and I'm saying and. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for those of you who are struggling with interracial relationships, I think you just got to just try your best to give that person grace because 
that's all you really can do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, you know, give that person grace. Try to put yourself, um, I ain't, not even say, don't, don't put yourself in the right situations. If you live in your life, you live in your life. If somebody chooses to, like, judge you off the skin of your, color of your skin. That's their issue. Yeah. I will say that that is, like, racism is cyclical and it's systemic. And it's obviously a very difficult topic to tackle because it's been a part of American history since its inception. So I think that it's important to have the conversations um, and they can be difficult conversations, but it's important to have the conversation if we hope to change that and break that cycle Um, because a lot of times we just want to like brush that under the rug and it's like the ugly part of our of our history that we shouldn't hide like in order to change it it needs to be brought to the light and um so as you experience racism um in your relationship um have those conversations even if they're tough and make sure that you talk about it with your partner because your partner's experience growing up black is totally different than my experience growing up white. Mm-hmm. I last thing is that I was talking with a friend last night who's taking uh, who's in a group called Whiteness, which is a bad name. It's a really bad name. It sounds like a white <laughs> empowerment, but it's actually. Um, learning about like the black experience and color experience in <laughs> they should definitely change that name <laughs> in America and the privilege that comes with being white and um, unlearning some of those biases or um, stereotypes that we maybe have learned growing up in America or in you know just growing up and so I think in order to address that you have to acknowledge it. You have mm-hmm. to acknowledge your privilege and acknowledge that my experience is so different than Cedric's experience. Um, and also, like, our relationship experience now is so different than a couple who's all white or a couple who's all black or a couple who's all Latino or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. being interracial brings its own challenges in um, that we now experience on the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, so. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think you hit it spot on. I think you just try to give that person grace. And like I always just say, like, racism isn't, you're not born with it, you're taught it. Yeah, so. but you can give that person grace while also, like, saying, but that's not acceptable. Yeah, but and a lot like, of the times, like, it's to me, it's, like, it's better not even to approach. Like, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm not talking about the, I'm not talking about, like, somebody's yelling at you that you should, like, take them on and fight duke it out or whatever i'm saying that we need to start to have these conversations in like like this girl who's attending this group about white privilege and oh yeah like you need to we need to have the, the conversation um because if we don't have the conversation how does it change no i agree with you i thought you were talking about like somebody called me a word let's go have a conversation buddy in the back <laughs> about this isn't right. Like it's not going to work. So yeah, if you're dealing with interracial relationship problems, we are terribly sorry. And that's really tough. And wish we can give you a little bit more like personal experience, but we have, we didn't really deal with that. So hopefully this can bring you some enlightenment and yeah.
we will see you guys on the next one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, this was really fun. Um, if you guys have any questions or anything that you want to ask us, uh, we'll try our best to get back to you. We get a lot of questions, but we love our fan bam, so we try to get back to everybody. You can follow me on all my social medias. Mine is at Said By Me across all the platforms. And uh, Charlotte's Instagram is, maybe you should say it for them instead of me saying it. <laughs> my Instagram is ca.pt.